before fall gets here in there, but good morning. Um, I want to do something this morning. I, I, I think we're probably going to go back and do, once we finish this book, I've been debating on what to do next. I've been thinking about maybe on hearing, hearing God's voice, or, but with all the things changing in the world, you know, it's been, oh, I didn't give out the pins this morning. Um, you know, it, it's been a couple years now since we studied the, the end times and the unfilled prophecy and, and you know, a lot of talk about what the mark of the beast is, how it's going to be something that everybody will, will take. There won't be a lot of, you know, a lot of fuss about it. It'll be something. So, it's a lot developing in Europe right now. Uh, and I, I follow this this writer from from Sweden over there, and you know, Europe is where it's all going to start at. You know, the Bible. If you read Revelation, it talks about the twelve horns, and two of them die off, and then there's ten horns. And so we know, uh, you know, that it is going to start in that European Union uh, over there, and we and we know also the Antichrist is coming from that area, but he'll have to be a Jewish person for. For the Jews to be able to accept him, you, you couldn't be a Gentile. No way they would accept him. So you know, because we know he's going to stand in the temple and declare he's the Messiah, and and the Jews are going to believe him, and Israel's going going to follow him. So with all that said, and 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 I'm looking at a book. Uh, I, I got the I got it ordered, or going to get it ordered, uh, about really what's going on in America, how it ties to the end times, how it ties to Europe. Um, because we know it's all pushing toward a one-world government. That's what all this. That's what Satan wants to set up uh, to be a counterfeit. Because that's what actually Jesus is going to do when he comes back is set up that one-world government. So everything's funneling toward one-world government and 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 control from from one place. So I want you to to look at this. Uh, There'll be several slides here uh, from from this guy. If you want to follow him, he's, he's Peter Sweden on Twitter. His, his last name is not Sweden. I can't pronounce it. This is one of them long, funky names. Um, but let, let's just start right here. And we'll just, all these may not be in order because I've been getting them for the last two or three weeks uh, from him. Um, but it says, let me, let me tell you the plan. They're going to push for a ca cashless society. Credit cards with CO2 limits. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago. Payments with microchip implants, all connected with digital ID and climate credit scores. Those who exceed their carbon limit gets points deducted from their climate change scores. So, and I got to think about it. As you go through this, I want you to, you to think about this. Carbon emissions, climate change could be where this digital stuff's gonna come from that everybody's gonna take without really, you know, because what, 80% of the world probably believes in climate change? You know, we talk about how it's going, you know, market beast is gonna be something easy that, that people will, will accept. And all this that they're doing, this is Sweden and Norway, uh, when you see this, that, that are doing this right now. Um, over there, all right, let's, let's move on. So let me tell you what will happen next. A push for microchip implants. Imagine having a microchip in your hand. Where's the mark of the beast going to be? Your forehead or your hand, right? In your hand, 
connecting your digital ID to the to use to pay with digital currency. They want total <coughs> control. I'm gonna put all this together here in a second. I want to get to. And this is another guy here. He says, not quite yet, Peter, but it's the plan. Once they blow up the economy via devaluation of the dollar, banks will flip the switch to digital currencies and then the microchip will be a necessity as our saviors if we allow them to get that far. Now, have you, I don't know how much y'all, and I just try to collect little bits. I don't follow this in total detail. But you do know that China and Russia is developing a system to get off of the dollar. So the, right now, the, the, everything is based on the dollar. All countries, currency in their, we call it the Federal Reserve, whatever their Federal Reserve would be, is stored dollars. That's how they base their currency. Every currency is based against the dollar. What the value, what, you know, if you go to another country and you want to exchange into some of their money, it's going to be against the dollars. You know, a dollar may represent five of their currency or ten of their currency, and you make those changes, see. But if you go, if they do away with the dollar, then you'll see the worldwide economy fall instant because there's nothing to back up the currencies of all these nations anymore. There's nothing. See, like the U.S. recently was, stand, was on the gold standard, see. There was never ever any inflation until 1972 when they done away with the gold standard, which means every dollar represented a dollar's worth of gold in the Federal Reserve. But when they done away with that, then the dollar can inflate, see? So we no longer own the gold standard. The world went to the dollar standard instead of the gold standard. Y'all can interrupt and if anytime you want to ask some questions here. All right. So this is what Sweden has already done. <clears throat> so we already have a credit card in Sweden that tracks the CO2 emissions from your purchases. If you exceed your carbon limit, it blocks you from buying more stuff. So everything is connected back to, to how it affects the climate. And when you exceed it, then you can't buy them more. And, and I'm not saying this is going to be the mark of the beast, but I'm just saying that that's how, you know, they says that you won't be able to buy or sell if you don't have this mark, if they can't track you. Let me tell you what will happen next. They will introduce a meat tax to reduce CO2 emissions. Meat will become so expensive it will be a luxury item for the elite. Meanwhile, you get to eat cheap bugs and insects. Now, on that... Also, I, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, Sweden has a little more than 5,000 farms. And because they can't meet their climate goals, them in Norway are shutting down 1,100, 20% of their agriculture output. They're shutting down because it won't meet the carbon standards. So all these food shortages and gas problems are all going to be self-inflicted things. They only have two nuclear plants left to shut down, then all the nuclear power will be gone. And I'm going to show you something amazing here in just those a second. plants convert the carbon dioxide back into oxygen. They flip mm -hmm. uh, So that's shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, yeah. it ain't that much of a row cropping, but it's still something. Yeah. It's amazing that the people are that ignorant to sit there. They're, they're, but if, if you look at the news now, they this past weekend, in, in, in the Czech Republics and all through here, I mean, they're having millions of people demonstrating. 
And, well, what and, good does it do, do to demonstrate when they don't do anything about the problem? But the problem is we do all this demonstrating, but we don't change how we vote, and it don't change. Exactly. They got elections in two weeks here in Sweden. It's going to be interesting to see what they, what they, what they, how they do it, uh, and what happens in Sweden in the next couple of weeks when they have these elections over there. Uh, because when I mean, you just look at in our country, I mean, if you if you believe the polls, eighty percent of the people or seventy percent of the people believe the country's going in the wrong direction. But we don't ever change the way we vote. There should be a landslide. We just keep voting the same way and getting the same old policy. Look at poor California. They don't. They say they ain't gonna have no more gas cars. Now they tell you don't charge your electric car because you're gonna overload the grid. So. Yeah. <laughs> do <our> walk. <laughs> it's gonna be a mess in California. <laughs> well, you know, California's. I mean, Bobby's talking about this. Is this year, next year, they'll have all of their nuclear plants closed. There won't be any nuclear plants left. You know, Lake Mead, where they get where they where, where Hoover Dam is, you know, it's it's at an all time low. It's like twenty or thirty foot because of the drought below. Yeah. They're not producing hardly I've any hydroelectricity. There's big hills and stuff where the water came up even with the land, and not only is it below that, but it's several yards, 30, 40, mm -hmm. 50 yards off of that same hill below. I so wonder how many of them dead folk Vegas throw in there they're going to find when it dries they up. They had a big <laughs> rain. They found piles already. <laughs> up, up until they had a big rain here about a week ago, it was uh, all about, I think they said it was about 40%, 50% of what it used to be. Even last year, year before last. Okay, now he's going, this is, this is it's several days to do all this. So the plan is simple. Digital ID social credit scores, personal CO2 limits, climate change passport, banning cars, step by step, it's all about control, it's climate communism. Now this come out this week, World Economic Forum. They have an article that says that there are rational reasons to implant the tracking chip in your children. So now they, they, they say the, the World Economic Forum is going to start recommending that we put tracking chips in, in everybody. And also, read this next part here. They also talk about operating brain implants in people to get access straight to the body's operating system. So they're going to use it for health reasons, but actually, if you don't cooperate, they'll just be able to shut you down because they have that implant in your brain. And uh, you'll have to cooperate. Boy, they get in my brain. They gonna, <laughs> they gonna be worried about things. That may be, that may be all to say. When they do mine, I'm gonna have but a chip. We got the map. Get your calculator out. Oh, your phone calculator. Don't you calculate this? Okay. Now, we know about the the, the war, uh, and you remember Donald Trump telling Germany to leave the Russians alone, don't build that pipeline, don't, don't get in bed and dependent on Russian oil. So now Russia has cut European oil back 50%. So they're not going to have enough heating oil to go through the winter, number one. You're going to have people freezing to death, but also because they're doing away with nuclear plants and all that. Look at this. Electric, electricity prices in Norway are set to reach around a dollar per kilowatt hour. Right now, we pay roughly about 14 cents here is what we pay. These prices, it would cost $100 to charge a Telsa. In other words, it's cheaper to fill up a tank of petrol even with the crazy petrol prices. So what is the point? 
want you to figure this, Miss Amy. Oh, come on. Wrong. Uh, my light bill was $236. Divide that by 0.14, 14 cents. $1,685. Okay, so I use 1,600 and something kilowatt hours is what I used, right? Well, you better do 1,700. It's closer to that. Okay, so I use 1,700 kilowatt hours. So at a dollar a kilowatt, that means Ooh. instead of my light bill being $236, it's going to be $1,700. That's when it changed. $1,685. Huh? That's when it changed. Well, that's fixing. I mean, this is headed that way quick. Well, I've always thought in my head, which, you know, some people believe we're leaving before the mark, some people right. believe after, some people believe during. I've always had it in my mind, not many people's going to take the mark. But if you do it like this, there's going to be people taking it left and right just to provide for their families. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. but, but everybody that believes in climate change, it's going to be a no-brainer for them people. Right. It's you know, that, but we always talked about it, you know, when we did our study, you know, that it's going to be something that people will take easily and won't fight and won't book. You know, it's not going to be, you know, if you throw 666 up there, none of the world's going, you know, because, you know, everybody's been taught that so much, you know, but that's just a, a mark and a symbol. Well, they know, they know what it says, too, and they know how people would react if they didn't yeah. come out and say mm -hmm. it. That's why they got to use pretty words, mm -hmm. and they got to use a pretty scenario mm -hmm. to sugarcoat it so then it then... And also to practically force you to have to take it because they're going to start off easy with it with the folks that they can get, and that's going to go ahead. It's going to seem normal. And, well, and you can look how far we've advanced. All right. Now you got credit cards that, that you can just walk by and do like this. You don't really have to. You don't have to. You know, put it in there and wait or do nothing. You just you just kind of do that. You know, well, if you don't like token a credit card, dude, why don't we just put that in your hand and you don't have to worry about it. It'd be much easier. You don't have to worry about where your billfold is. It's all in your hand. Oh, that makes good sense. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. You see, I mean, that's how it's going to walk because it all has to get to digital currency. And you notice now, uh, starting October, Starbucks no longer taking cash, all digital, all credit cards, no more cash. See, and you start looking at these little signs that... That, that, that point us toward the end time. I'm not saying God's coming next week, next year. I'm just giving you some information. I'm not saying, you're saying any of that. I don't know if you showed the video in here or not, but I've seen it somewhere where one of the news channels or news net, uh, shows was showing they were following a guy that had the chip in there mm -hmm. in his hand, and he was just walking by, like, paying for his stuff, and then walking by, like, a vending machine and did the same thing. And they were hyping this thing up to where, you know, he, I think he even went to like buy a food truck or something mm -hmm. and did the same thing. They're selling it hard. Yeah. But we know, we know that there's, uh, and I forgot, Miss Colleen was here. We talked about this in our study. There's a company in the U.S. already that asked their employees to take mm -hmm. implants. And that way when they walk by, they clock in, they clock out. Yeah, they go, to, they go to, the, like to the cafeteria and get what you want. It automatically deducts it yeah, from your check. A while back, it was mm -hmm. basically... They're selling it to the employees for security reasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. in and out of the so I'm not Mark. When, when, but there again, you know, if they get total control of us before all this happens, then then you just sit and duck. I mean, you know, once they once they once you can't use cash anymore, then then they got you. You know, yeah. because right now they can't control the bartering system and they can't control the cash and all that underlying business. You know, until you know now. Um, if you've seen it this week, I don't know when they're going to start it, 
But eBay has teamed up with the government now. If you do sell more than $600, they report you to the government because, you know, that, that was in that Obamacare stuff. You know, every $600, you have to send out a 1099. $1099. So now eBay is going to start reporting you if you sell over $600 to the government uh, so the government can track you and get those taxes from you. Which $600, I think it was more like a, um, like I do deliveries and I'm basically a contractor and it was... Yeah. Over six hundred dollars, you know, for DoorDash, yeah. Uber Eats, and that kind of thing. You had to record over six hundred dollars. Yeah, which sometimes ain't hard. That's a day or two. No, six hundred dollars ain't much. Now, this is, and I don't know if this guy reads the Bible or what, but you know, it, it talks about famines and pestilence and and all that stuff at the end time. And I'm gonna bring this back around here to you. Uh, to do you know that the wind turbines actually use lots of oil for lubrication? One billion, two hundred million insects are smashed by wind turbines every year in Germany. Weird you didn't hear about this on the news. Now, I won't go into the whole article, but what he's saying is, is we're upsetting the ecosystem and we don't realize it. When you got, you know, you got different animals that keep other different populations <clears throat> in check you know just just like with pecans you know we have, we have five aphids but there's a little another little thing that's smaller than an aphid if those populations are up then they keep those aphids under control and you don't have to spray mm -hmm. see so it's, it's balanced see and when you go start killing off all these bugs and get the system out of balance then you have those locust swarms and mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff that, that totally you know, the least of famine and destruction of crops and so all these for, for every what's it called a cause and effect mark. You know, for everything you do, you know, there there's an equal and opposite reaction to things that you don't think about. You know, or a consequence to what what you're doing. It's just crazy to me that they keep putting them things up, even though all the studies show that more money goes into them than come out of them every time. In Germany, like brother uh, Big said, been there, they got a slew of them. In Germany, yeah. Mm -hmm. you but if you go out west, they don't. Have, they have a lot of wind turbines, but they just miles and miles. I don't know how wide, how long the solar panels just. I mean, mm -hmm. just taking up. I mean, acres and acres and acres and acres of land out in in, in the Mojave Desert. Like Oklahoma and Kansas, they've got wind turbine fields out there. But you know, that's what crashed. They're all shut down. There ain't none of them. But you know, that's what crashed Texas last summer. You know, when they when they had all those blackouts and brownouts. There was no wind to turn the wind turbines, and there was no supplement to cover for what they lost. And so during all that heat last year, you know, Texas lost all that power because they just couldn't get it from this renewable stuff. Yeah, a desert or a solar thing. They all out west everywhere. But you see a lot in Georgia now. If you ride through Georgia, uh, Georgia Power started doing things. Yeah, I always have bought Now remember this, and this will be the last one. Remember when, 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 when there was a big argument about Obamacare, about the death panels, where they would say, hey, you 80 years old and you need this surgery, the quality of life it's going to give you is not worth the cost. We're going to not pay it and get you out of the system and let you die off. Remember, that, no, 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 they ain't nothing to that. That's a lie. Well, that ain't so, folks. This comes from Christian Broadcast. Medically assisted deaths could save millions in healthcare spending. 
There it is. If you're old and you need a procedure, they don't think that the quality of your life you're going to get from it is going to be worth it. They're going to deny your procedure. And euthanasia, is that what you call that? Is that the word for it? There are already two states that will send you a letter if you have their state payer source. We'll pay for this or you can take this medicine. Really? If it's a terminal disease. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Dr. K was just ahead of his time. Yeah. So anyway, like I said, I, I, I don't know. I keep Y'all keep praying. I keep praying. But I think maybe when you see all of that, maybe, maybe that's what we need to, to dig into next and get everybody cured on 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 what's going on. And like I said, I believe that we'll be raptured out of here before all this gets to the tribulation. But all this, you know, there's no need fighting all this stuff and being mad and aggravated because it's got to happen for the world to end. You know, it's going to happen. So you can either be frustrated, aggravated, wound up all the time, or you can just trust God and just, just let, it, let it roll. See, because it's going to happen, you know. You know, everybody looks back at the Bible and is upset with Pilate and the Jews and, and that killed Jesus, but it had to happen. It, I mean, for, for, for it to be free, let's get where we need to be, it had to happen. So all this has got to happen. They're going to be hard times. The question is, are you going to develop enough faith in God and be strong enough to know that he'll provide for you regardless, you know, of, of what the economy is, regardless of what gas is, what electricity is. You know, if you learn, if you learn now to live on God's economic system and God's health care system, then all, none of this matters to you. It's when this we get caught. It will be interesting whenever the squeeze actually really starts to hit. So this yeah. may be a dumb question. Because you, you said, I'll keep praying, y'all keep praying, but it's not really a matter of prayer like to reverse it or stop it or change it. It's more just a prayer to strengthen your faith. It's a prayer to, prayer to take care of you and your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're not going to change this. Yeah. You know, we, we already going down this road. You know, we all, you know, and I told y'all, remember how I showed y'all about 6,000 years and how we in this little sliver of time between now and <coughs> now and, and the rapture. So all this has is, is got to compress really fast. And happen, you know, for, 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 for Jesus to return. So it's not going to get any better. And that's the reason we spent all that time studying Matthew 24. Uh, you know, but I, I think it would help us to know what's going on. You know, I've told you many times, you know, what's going on in America is a spiritual fight. You know, you can get mad at the president or the vice president or Miss Pelosi, Mr. Schumer. But, but they're just pawned in the game with the devil's influence, and they don't realize it. You know, that's why the Bible says you can't fight against them people. It's the spirit behind them. But it's going to be real interesting to me to see what the country chooses in 2024. If we don't ride our course in 2024, then I think what you see in here, the headlines will be United States. It won't be Sweden anymore. Because they're they pushing us hard. Y'all see it. You know, Y'all see it. Y'all see it on the news every day. They're pushing us hard right in that saying. And why? I always wonder why America wants to be like Europe so bad. When we spent the whole history of our country bailing Europe out, everything they've done ain't never worked. They got in two world wars. I mean, we always bail them out, but also, why do we always want to be like them when what they do and don't work? I think it's the government that wants to do that. The people of Sweden want to be more like us. That's right. I think the, the tide has turned as far as the people go. It ain't people, it's government. You're right, You're right Bob. It's, it's mm -hmm. the government. Now the people are trying to, trying, trying to, I guess, reverse course or mm -hmm. at least turn, you know, turn that ship yeah. a little bit. I guess if they figure if they turn it, get it started, that maybe it'll curve it, curve it back to 
maybe a more stable, but yeah. you know, the European people don't, are, are not happy whatsoever as far as within you got. Yeah, that's why you got, you got some our government protesting. sitting there yeah. saying how great they are and, their people and, and the people there are. Mm -hmm. But if I've noticed too, America, the devil is so out to destroy America, whatever Europe does, we turned out, we, we, we end up doing it three times worse. Mm -hmm. I mean, for instance, all through Europe, abortion is only through 14 weeks. That's it. You look up the laws. But we took it all the way, as long as we don't let the head come out of the mother, we can kill him all the way to then. We, we'll, we'll cut his spinal cord and suck his brain out just so that head don't clear. In and then did you see the Virginia law? Some places, some places it's pretty close. It's the Virginia where law. Where you're at, Virginia says. Virginia law says if, it, if it survives the abortion, the doctor is to lay it on the table and walk off and leave it, give it no assistance, let it die off on its own. I think but I mean, but but see, you get twisted, and then it never ends. Evil just continues to evil to evil. To, you know, it, it just never ends. And they say we're only. <laughs> Policy-wise, we're only five years difference from, from Europe. I don't, know, I don't know if we ain't past Europe and some of this crazy you know stuff that we do. As far as changes, mm -hmm. whenever the change starts. Yep. Now, what we do after that change is probably, we kind of hold my beard. I just encourage you to keep your house in order. Learn to live by faith. And we're going to talk about this here a little bit this morning. That, so we're going to go further. Yeah. But you know, all this started way back in the 70s, this one world government or new world order or whatever, have you, whatever the, the, the true name was for it. And then, all right, page 61. Anybody got anything else on that? that I said, y'all think about it, pray about it. Um, I got some book ordered for Mark and a couple of them for Mark and Miss Amy for us all to look at and decide if that's what we want to do. Right, our master scripture, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. You don't have to turn there, I'll read it. You probably can quote it by now. We've, we've read it. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So, chapter 6 says, A God of second chance. Chances. We probably need more than one chance. Maybe you thought that you were disqualified from God's perfect will because of what you've done. Maybe you felt as if God's great plans for you, but after all the wrong you've done, He's changed His mind. You're not alone. Many people feel distant from God, and they are convinced that they have angered Him. These feelings are not based on the truth. They come as a result of judging ourselves according to our own poor performance. Now, let me ask you a question. Can God be mad at you? I think he can be disappointed. Okay. I'm not saying there's right or wrong answer. I'm asking, can God be... When you mess up, is God mad at you? Well, God already knows what you're going to do before you do it. That's right. That's right. But you see, in the Old Testament, when Israel done things, it says it angered God. You don't find that word in the New Testament. If you read Luke, the second chapter, the purpose of Jesus coming was to have peace on earth and God to have good will toward man. See, 
that enmity that was between God. Why was there in, intimate? Enemy. Say the word, Mark. Intimacy. <laughs> Not intimate. See. Intimate. Intimate. Well, come on. Nah. <laughs> we know it's true. <laughs> but the, why? Because Adam treasoned, committed high treason, and Satan became the god of this world. So it set strife between heaven and earth. For now the devil is controlling the earth, and 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 it made it made strife there. So Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. So when he came, that's what it means by peace, goodwill toward men, that that strife between heaven and earth has ceased. This is the ultimate sacrifice. There will be no more sacrifice. There will be no need for sacrifices anymore. See? All right, but let's go on to, to Jesus in the temple. We have taught it and emphasized that Jesus got mad and went in there and just destroyed the temple and run everybody out. But if you read the account, that's not what happened. He did run them out, and he did turn over the money changers. But as soon as he got them out, it says he sat down and taught the people. Well, have you ever been mad? Can you sit down five minutes later and try to teach somebody something? Huh? You're still all hung up in the anger, see? See, he cleaned out the temple, but he taught the people why, what was going on, what was happening. See, he... He, he, there, there's that peace between God and man. Now, like he said, you know, God may not like what you've done, you know, but, but he's not mad at you. He's looking for you to come say, hey, God, I messed up now. Now help me fix it. What, what is the answer here? What do I do different? He's interested in training you now, see, to be what he, because he predestined you to fulfill all those dreams that you have. That's what you're predestined. When he talks about you being predestined, he predestined you and put it in you and put those dreams and those imaginations in you for him to help you fulfill that. See, that's what you, that's, when he sees you, he don't see us in our failure. He sees us as that finished product out there, that, that he sees us at that point, see. And that's why he gave you those hopes and those dreams for him, for you and him to walk side by side in the world and, and fulfill those dreams. And that was the purpose of it, see. And when you make a mistake, all he's going to do is use that as a training part to help train you as what happened, why. And that's why we need to be, be teachable. The worst people you can ever deal with in life is people that are not teachable. People that will answer you before you ever get through talking. You ever heard that? You ever hear people do that? You don't even get finished. Or, or when they've done something wrong, you start trying to say something, they go, but, 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 but. See? All the reasons why or what caused them, they're not teachable, see? To be teachable, and that's one of the first things uh, my boss here taught me. Just shut up and be teachable. If you knowed everything, you'd be sitting in my chair and I'd be sitting in your chair. Right or wrong? Right. If we know everything, we'd be sitting on the throne. God would be down here. Just shut up. Just be teachable. Just be willing to learn, see? And that makes you a better person. a better. And you realize you're not right all the time. See, and you realize that there are things that you need to understand. See, and sometimes, and, and that probably don't fit every place. There's some places where the guy in the chair across the desk probably don't need to be in the chair across the desk. You know, that, that's, but, but I'm not, but you understand what I'm trying to say. Two ears, one mouth. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Two ears, one mouth. And there, but we have to learn to go to God when we mess up. Don't go in guilt about, you know, and, and focus on what you've done wrong because he wants to teach you 
what about you in, in, in your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, your habits, your thinking that cause you to get to where you are. See? And when he can teach you on that as to why you are where you are and show you how to change that, then you don't have to go there anymore. But if you look at most of our lives, we just habitually recommit the same problem over and over and over and over again. Is that right or wrong? Whatever we err in, usually we just continue to do it. We're not teachable in that area. We haven't been taught. Because once you get taught, see, then you can see it coming, see. But, you know, if, if, a, if, if you ever teach a child that one plus one is three, he's not going to get out of that the first time you tell him it's not. Because it's already ingrained in his mind, his will, and his motion, and his subconscious thinking that when you say one plus one, he's going to say three. See? And, and so he's going to have to be retaught, retrained to rethink that, that one plus, so I see one plus one, whoa, it's not three anymore. When that person, my coworker, when they start getting that attitude, whoa, whoa, I'm not going down on that level, you know, I'm not going down there, I see that coming. See, I, I'm, I'm wiser now, I'm smarter now, I'm not going, I'm going to avoid this pitfall, see, and that's what, he, that's the whole purpose when it talks about God chastising you, that's what he does. That's his chastisement. It ain't making you sick. It ain't making you poor. It ain't making none of that. Him chastising you is saying, hey, come here, Mark. Let's have a talk. Let me correct you on something. That's God's chastising. See? And most of the time, if we have the right relationship with our kids, them being disappointed, us being disappointed in them, is way more disciplined than whatever else we could put on top of that. See, that, that disappointment hurts them worse than whatever else you're going to do to them. And, and that's how we have to. And I, and I missed it with mine. I've, I've told all my kids this. I ain't said, you know, I missed it with mine like that. You know, I, I was raised old-fashioned, you know. The, you know. But when your kids mess up, you know, you got to discipline them. I'm not saying I, I believe in whipping and all that stuff. I'm not going. But also they need to be explained to you know, just like God's going to explain it and help you, our job is to explain it and, and help them. But a lot of times we got to wait till the volume goes down before we can do that. You know, when it's all really high, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to do. They're not listening and you're not listening because then you're going to end up saying something that you regret, something that, you know, was hard. Because why? When we're mad, we're just looking at striking out. We want to win this thing. We want to, we want to strike you in the heart. See? So when you speak out in anger, you, nobody's, nobody's learning anything. Well, it says, they come as a result of, of judging God. I don't have, anybody got two books? Did this young lady have a book? <laughs> Luke's got one. We're on page 61, six, we still on 61? In the middle of that paragraph, it says, They come as a result of judging ourselves according to our own per poor performance. If God's plans were limited to perfect people, He would have never been able to use anybody. It says, The Bible is full of examples of people who made mistakes and were still used mightily of God. Just to name a few of these heroes, Adam committed high treason. Noah was drunk. He was a drunk. Noah's also a stripper, wasn't he? He got drunk, took all his clothes off and ran around. David was an adulterer. Ray, yeah, he was a little wild. Rahab was a prostitute. Job went bankrupt. Moses was a murderer. 
Paul murdered Christians. Jacob was a coward. Gideon was afraid. Samson was a womanizer. And I thought about this when I read this and I made this note. You know, God chose Abraham and Abraham was a worshiper of the stars and the, and the moon and the sun. He, you know, but God chose and talked to a man that, that, that was worshiping idols. You know, that's who he chose. Why, why did he choose Abraham? The Bible tells us why. Because Abraham was a man that would teach his children God's principles and God's covenant. That's why he chose him. That he would you think about that. You know, you take your son... You put him on the altar, you tie his hand, and you tell him you're fixing to kill him, and he just lays there. But that's why Isaac was totally obedient to this whole thing, just like Abraham was, you know, because he taught him that God was faithful in what he said. God said, Isaac, you're going to be the seed that makes the father makes me the father of many nations through through Isaac. See, and it's written. It says Abraham saw Isaac. Resurrected from the dead. That's how when he was doing it. That's what he sees. He saw Isaac resurrected from the dead, and that's what made him have the faith to go through it because he knew God could not lie. That God said that it was going to flow through Isaac. So even if I kill him, it makes no difference. He's going to have to raise him up because his word is his word. His word is his bond. He can't lie. And I think about that many times. You know that I wish I could get like that. I I I don't trust God that much. You know. And I don't know if any of us do. We have, but we have to be honest with ourselves, you know. Could I have done what Abraham, not not in my spiritual state right now, I couldn't have done what Abraham done, you know. We would have had to hear an audible voice, but otherwise we would just think it's in our head and we're going crazy now. But then God's closer to us now than he was to Abraham. Because he lives inside us. Caleb would be closer to tying him up now than I would. <laughs> Caleb probably wish she could tie him up sometimes. But for a different reason, to beat the snot out of him. Uh, Lord bless me with good kids. But just think about that, you know. Um, but, but, that, but that's, you know, and I hear a lot of people, uh, uh, Bishop David Yodapu from from Nigeria, you know, he, he talks a lot about, you know, us being in the Western culture, we don't understand covenant. That, that's why all these, these, you know, you remember I showed you all the sign where, 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 the, where the pastor went to bed, you know, that he got shot in the elbow and he had to, re, to replace the elbow, you know, and then, then he, and then, you know, God told him, he said, you've been working hard for me, I'm going to work hard for you. And he woke up the next morning with that implant laying outside of his arm and it's had a totally rebuilt, I I got that on my phone. I think I'll show that to you. And I'll tell you. But this way he says that they, because of they understand covenant over there, they believe what the Bible says that, that, that God cannot lie. And we don't take it as as face value because they they understand covenant. That when God said I will do this, then then he'll do it. It's something that God used all those people that that had flaws, and then people, I guess, just read about them and they don't understand their background. And, and some folks may think, "Well, I'm this kind of person, you know. I can't, you know. There's nothing that can be done with me." Maybe, you know, maybe these those were chosen to to be examples of what what could be used. 
I mean, if, if we didn't have a drunk there, you know, you're drunk with them, well, there's nothing, that doesn't relate to me. Yeah. You know, you got the, the ones that worship false idols and the stars and the moons and cosmos and whatever else. Well, that, you know, there's no example of that kind of person that's in there. You know, what's, you know, I'm, that's not relatable. That's, you know, maybe, you know, that, that seems, you know, a, you know, to be able to relate to other people and to, to have stories. I have got that problems. photo here. I got to find. But I'll tell you the story while, I, while I'm looking for it. This guy got shot in the elbow when he was young, and it over in, in, in Nigeria, and it, it exploded his. There, there it is right here. It exploded his elbow, and he had to have an implant, a metal implant, put in his put in his elbow. So God called him to be a pastor. He'd been going over there setting up churches and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and just like I said, God told him that you've been working hard for me. Now I'm going to work hard for you tonight. And he woke up the next morning. This is a... Alright, now... So he woke up that next morning and this was laying beside him in the bed. So he took it to the doctor. All of these, and Mark, y'all in the medical field know this, all these things have serial numbers on it, who made it, who manufactured it, and all of that. And that's his, I, I couldn't show you the whole thing, but that's his medical records there. And he shows where that serial number is on those medical records where they put that in his elbow. And then he woke up the next morning and that was... That was laying beside him in the bed in his... Oh, that's why I didn't see them out. Where did they see them They glued him again? Yeah. That's a whole one, though. Do what? That's a whole one, though. Went over and out. What kind of medical plans they had, you know, how far advanced they are. But that's what he talks about. He talks about the covenant, you know, when they see by his stripes you were healed, then they don't take it any other way than, than I'm healed. They, they don't have that... They never, I wouldn't say never learn to doubt. They don't have that doubt because they understand covenant over there because those tribes have lived by covenant for centuries and centuries. And so, you know, when you read about Abraham and all them, they understood covenant. They understood, he understood that God couldn't lie because God told me, look, if I lie, I'll have to destroy myself. So he, he, they understood those things and it makes, made them be able to believe the Bible at face value. And us, we've been lectured to and explained to and, and all this kind of stuff till, till, till we, we don't really, we think it's too good to be true. Well, I think a lot of it too is, is, is like over there, they're a lot less fortunate than we are over here. I mean, they, you know, it's kind of like yeah. they have no other choice but depend on the Bible and what it says because they don't have much to where over here. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear the expression, you know, I don't have a money, I don't have a tree in the backyard that grows money, but, you know, it's an easy access, yeah. you know, if, mm -hmm. if things are right for you, you know, you can get pretty much anything you want to get over, you get spoiled over here, to where there, yeah. over there, there's there's no spoiling over there. I know about a time, so I, I just, I'll tell you his story real quick. God sent him to, he lived in Lagos, Nigeria, but he built a town now, it's called Canaan Land, Nigeria. But out in the middle of the jungle, God told him to build a church. He built a brush harbor. All right. Now, 20 years later, he, he built a one 
sanctuary that would seat 50,000 people out there. Now he got a whole town. Everybody's church is driving cars. They got shops and industry and everything. He is now building. He's having five services right now. He's building a sanctuary now that'll hold 250,000 people, and he's still going to have to have three services at 250,000 people a service. And he's done it all with no American money. He's believed it all in himself in, in Nigerian currency. He has had no outside help and no, and no uh, you, you know, most of the time he has a big projects, you know, you got somebody from the U.S. helping fund them. It's totally by him believing the Bible. That when he found out it was God's will for him to prosper, he said, I told my wife, hey, we'll never be broke another day. He said, it was several days we were still broke, but we were on the way once we learned the concept that God can't lie. See? So it's, it's, it's an amazing story. I don't know, there's well over a million people that, that live what used to be jungle is now the town of, 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 of Canaan land, Nigeria. Uh, it went from nothing to that in, in, in 20 years. And they built stadiums. Huh? Well, you, you get a closed-in place that has 250,000 people. We ain't got a stadium that big in the United... What, 100,000 seems to be a lot of people, don't it? 250,000 is a lot of people. All right. That's all. Thank you. Then the other book is, I got them ordered, they should be next week, called Say the Name. I was going to talk about the power in the name of Jesus. You're going to do both that? Or you're going to pick between? We're all going to pick between. But I'm thinking, 